Hello and welcome to the Stack Magazine's podcast. My name is Stephen Watson, I'm the founder of Stack, and this week I'm speaking to Lauren Laporte, editor and creative director of Where is the Cool, the French title that launched last year to answer that one very specific question. As you'll hear, Laurent is totally fascinated by the notion of coolness. His magazine is an exploration of this entirely subjective concept that nobody can define in any meaningful way. And I love the way that he's both genuinely invested in identifying cool stuff, but also quite disdainful of it and finds it all quite ridiculous. As he says, cool is a very strange concept. And it makes for a strange magazine too. Lauren was in town because he'd appeared at our event the night before, dedicated to the best weird magazines. And he refers to that event a couple of times during our conversation, particularly with regard to the fact that in his mind, this thing just has to be a printed magazine. Uh, It started as a blog 10 years ago and then moved to Instagram. But there's something about the effort and expense and this undeniable physicality of making a print magazine that helps to elevate the entire project. As we were speaking, the second issue is at the printer, but it's now out. And I'm very pleased to say that we have a limited number of copies available in the Stack shop. So if you want to get your hands on this brilliant new magazine, head over to stackmagazines.com forward slash shop and pick one up while our stock lasts. Something tells me this one is going to sell out quickly. I'm really grateful to Lauren for making the journey over to London and taking the time to speak to me for this. So I hope you'll enjoy this conversation with Lauren Laporte, editor of Where is the Cool? Uh, Hey, Lauren, thanks for coming over. Thanks for having me. So this magazine that you're uh, making, Where is the Cool? Mm -hmm. I'm really interested in it partly because of how unlike a magazine it is because you don't do the typical thing of long articles long stories about things what was the idea behind the magazine in the first place um in the first place i don't know it was like a a curation like uh for me it was to uh gather things that i loved and uh I wanted to share shared it, that's it. And uh, I found this uh, pretext of uh, where is a cool, which is a kind of a question and a statement at the same time. And article or just uh, an answer of it. So just a pretext for me, like when I travel and everything, take some pictures to just share them, that's it. And you mentioned at um, our event last night that part of this is that you're not a writer, you're not a journalist. Yeah. So that kind of dictated that you needed to keep the text quite short. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a fact for, it's something like that you can use for everything. It's when, you, when you're not like, for example, I'm not a journalist, so I don't do like long article. And from this kind of weakness, you make something strong uh, all the time. Like... Uh, if you if you don't if you can't afford a photographer to make something or if you can't afford the rights to have some pictures, you try to find an illustrator and he does it after. Like it's always that thing. Like always, you know, you take your weakness and you make something strong. And I'm pretty sure that at the end, not making long article is quite interesting for some people because they don't have time to read. They don't have like like or sometimes. 
you know, it's pretty like a very specific sometimes uh, subject, original and pretty specific. And I guess like you don't want to spend like uh, 15 minutes or 30 minutes reading something that you're not inter interested in, but you can have, have a go on uh, like a few seconds. And maybe if you like it, you go further after because today we are in a world of information and you can find information about everything extremely quickly. And, uh, you know, and for now, like very long information if you want. That's it. So, so give us some examples. And so, where is the cool? Wow, <laughs> I don't know. Like uh, I, I was telling you, it's it's a pretext. So, for me, it's a pretext to speak about travel, food, architect, architecture, uh, design, uh, fashion. So many, many things. Uh, so I have a lot, a lot of like. For example, I can give like this week. <coughs> We are printing our next issue, and uh, I have this thing like just coming to my head. <laughs> uh, we are talking about a guy in Ghana uh, who made like fantasy coffins. So he's sculpting in wood uh, coffins uh, who fit with the desire of uh, the guy who just passed away. So if this guy like loved a certain brand of cigarette or loved like was crazy about sneakers or he do the coffins <laughs> like this and it happens to be a kind of a uh, heart and uh, some very uh, like uh, um, uh, famous collect co collectors are already on this way to f buy him some stuff because it's absolutely amazing so yeah i'm pretty sure that there is a cool for example so as you can see it could be absolutely like a, um very heterogenic like it could be like something like about very classic design uh, like the plia share from castelli which is a uh, at the moma uh, uh, you know in new york uh, of the really really classic pieces of design in the in the in the in story of design and something quite very strange like this fantasy coffins in Ghana. Like this is it, the very large specter of, uh, of a subject. And presumably your choices become even more important in a magazine like this because you're not dressing it up with all the other stuff that normally comes in a magazine. You're, you're boiling it down to literally just these are the cool things. So then your choice of those things becomes even more important. Yeah, right. But at the end, it's really like subjective. So it's always like it's a kind of a, like, yeah, cool is a, is, a, is a very, very strange concept because uh, there is no exact definition about it. There is a lot of influence from many, many cultures about, uh, around it. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's very subjective. So I put things that I like, but I try to respect some kind of uh, not codes, but... Uh, a kind of definition that after years and years I tried to shape uh, a bit. Uh -huh. Yeah. So and now when I where, when I see all these articles or subjects together, there is a kind of a line who respect a bit of it. Yeah. Uh, and you're very obviously having a lot of fun with making the magazine as well. Yeah. So you you begin uh, with the statement, "Where is the cool? Let this pretentious magazine tell you." Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because the uh, the the logo, for example, it's uh, where is the cool with a really really small question mark at the end, which translates visually that 
it's a it's a statement it's a question but it's also a statement so at the end it's a funny thing because we are telling that it's a it's a kind of a dictature <laughs> we're saying it and that's it and there's no debate about it we don't we don't we don't need people to say mm, i'm not i'm not agree with you or so, when I, when that happened on instagram for example I, i'm just like okay okay <laughs> if you want but here is a cool man yeah. like you do do it you like think what you want like it's it's like this like i don't i don't um, offer like i don't propose the, these things and uh, no just saying it and that's it that's it. and it's pretentious but we're saying it so it's i mean we kind of breaking this kind of uh, uh, uh not posh but uh, how can i say that uh, pretentious uh behavior <laughs> maybe and, and so you get people who challenge you then they, they say what this is not cool yeah yeah um once again cool it's such a strange definition it's such a strange thing it's such a uh yeah we, we, for example we try uh, sometime in fashion or uh, to uh have a kind of a trend setting position and uh Uh, we are like uh, proposing things that uh, are not like for example I did like uh, I think seven years ago something about the Hawaiian shirt and about the story of Hawaiian shirt and why this is cool and at this time you can be like it was crazy that people like are, are you crazy man like this, this is tourist things and uh, blah 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 and two years after the same guy were buying, were buying these things at Top Man right. yeah, 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 <laughs> you see yeah. and it's always like this It's uh, every like good ideas are always a kind of a revolution first and uh, an acceptation and at the end it's another revolution that happens. It's the kind of uh, the, 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 the I don't know how you call it courbe in French, but it's the the classic way of trends when it's happening like yeah. it's always like this. So you, you say that was seven years ago. Now you've been making the magazine for just about a year. Yeah. So like tell us how you ended up at this point of making a magazine. Yeah, so what happened is, it started like 10 years ago as a blog spot, uh, where I found this concept to just posting picture of things that I like and uh, with this always funny sentence about it. So you could have a, a very beautiful woman sitting on the, on a, I don't know, on a, on a, on a very famous design piece and I was saying like under under this, this woman or behind this woman which was always like a kind of a ironic and funny thing and uh, after this uh, uh, we ended up like two years ago and I ended up to uh, doing it on Instagram and uh, and, at, and at this time I was like not a bit bored but uh, someone something was missing Like uh, the di the digital thing, it's really interesting to interact with people, to see the people who are interested in this kind of stuff and everything. It's always very interesting, but uh, I don't know. The, there was there was there is always something cool. I think in the in the nostalgic. Um, um, I don't know um, nostalgic medium. And paper is a nostalgic medium at, at some point, and uh, and I think I had to I had to do it. <laughs> I had to do this thing like uh, which was completely stupid at some point, and, and because everybody talk about digital, like digital platform or everything, and that's right. But at some point, like the the I think it's it's the end of the the industry for big magazine, but it's the beginning 
of a new era for that kind of niche magazine. So now I think everybody are interesting in a certain kind of content and then can, they can only find it on independent magazine. Uh, so that's why I ended up doing this thing. Like, uh, and uh, as we say yesterday during this uh, little conference with the other editors, like uh, printing, printing some things, even if it's funny, even if it's ugly, you give it an existence, you give it a life. And uh, it was very important for me to, uh, even if it started not as a joke, but as something very, very, uh, you know, uh, superficial in a way. Uh, this, uh, yeah, yeah, doing it in paper and everything and all the, all the process of it uh, gave, gave this uh, project a real consistency, I think, real, uh, something really, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have the, the word now, but the palpable or, yeah, yeah, it was really important for me. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, so this thing may have started as something a bit superficial, maybe kind of like a joke, but it takes a huge amount of work to produce this. I mean, yeah. the you know, lo looking at the magazine, all of the uh, the spreads in there, the photography is like totally brilliant. Like they're like really uh, playful and, and characterful. You're clearly not doing this just as a, a thing that. I don't know. Maybe it takes a couple of weekends. Like the, the this is taking a lot of your time. Yeah, a lot. This is a this is I think the most uh, time-consuming project I ever done. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it's always tricky to speak about the, this amount of work because uh, it's such a yeah. I got such so much passion for doing this, and it's I would say like it's not it's not work. It's Time consumption, like it's a lot of time, not work, but time, like time, time, time. Like shoot it, uh, uh, propose, uh, like um, ask people to collaborate, add some uh, like uh, uh, feedbacks. You know, it's uh, a lot of emails, a lot of, uh, and even like when you, pr just before printing it, like when you had all your layout and everything, you can't imagine how many times you you have to read it to find the last mistakes, the last problems, the last. And it it's like sometimes we are like it's we finished it three weeks before uh, before the dates that we have to send it to the printer, and we're like, oh, we okay? And at the end, no, we're not okay. <laughs> we're not okay. Like I know it because look at this, look at this. And my art director Anouk Marty, uh, which is one my, very my 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 best friend, she. She worked with me, and uh, and uh, we find like every day new mistakes all the time, and even uh, even on the issue one, they got that's still some mistakes, and I know it, and we see it after, and even if we read it and make it read it to many many people, we, there is always something, and at some point like uh, this is uh, one of the definition of the cool, like it's the imperfection is a part of the cool, so <laughs> I think we're in. <laughs> So, so how does this fit then with the rest of your life? So given that this takes so much time, the, the, does this intersect with your job professionally or, or is it completely separate? Um, uh, well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a freelance uh, in advertising and I'm a photographer. And, uh, and at some point, yes, because... I mean, it's uh, once again, it's really tricky because uh, you meet new people, you work after with these people because you work together with the magazine. So 
it opens a lot of doors. It closes a lot of doors also because you don't have time to make like your proper job or your proper things. So you have to just refuse a lot of things. So for me, like since issue zero, which was like one year, it was a June, uh, yeah, June 2018. Um, since 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 this day, it was a kind of a year dedicated to it. So I did this year. I'm super happy to of this year. It's like a super nice experience. Very nice people. Very like also you learn a lot from many things from the collaborations with some people to uh, to the brands to uh, all this little world is uh, very very instructive but uh, but yeah I think now I have to make a kind of choice of uh, uh, should I push this uh, like uh, again of, of another year I can't because I have to I have to work I have to so now I have I will I will try I think to mix to mix these uh, two uh, two activities together, and but it was like uh, extremely important to focus during one year on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now now I, we got, like we got the proper layouts. We we we, we can win sometimes on on on, on this uh, on this thing. So it, it will not be like as uh, as time consumption uh, of the of the first uh, first days or first months about this project. Yeah, sure. Because you figured some of the things out this year along yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, yeah. A lot. One, so you've mentioned brands just now. Like yeah. Obviously, anyone making a magazine needs to figure out how they're going to pay for this thing. Absolutely. And so you came up with the idea of selling advertising to brands and working that within the cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, you know, the first, uh, my first thought about it was, okay, if I want to do something about cool stuff, cool subjects, cool things, I... I just can't put a bad advertising print in the middle of this thing. It will be like, it will be, it will, yeah, something will be, will be fake, will be false, and, uh, and, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, you don't respect your readers if you don't, if you did, if you do it. And I think, for example, this is a problem of the big magazine in the industry. It's a lack of respect for your readers when, you speak about like for example fashion magazine you speak about like the best designer blah 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 and you advertise like the worst brand ever <laughs> it's impossible like and at the end this these brands ask the editors to say good contents about them so where is the truth where is the the journalism there there's not there's nothing not, everything is fake so if you want to be like completely true to your readers and 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 act in a cool way. Uh, I have to find first brands who connect with our universe, with the, our uh, yeah, um, yeah, cool brands. I mean, res uh, who respect their their, um, their clients, uh, who do proper things properly. I mean, it's very important. And once we did that, uh, we asked them to make their own content for the magazine because most of these brands are young brands so they don't even have campaign for now or thing like this and even if they got some it will be still strange to to have a campaign in the middle of the art, this article so what i create is a a total like a transparency uh and a i think there is no difference 
between like the article and the brand collaboration that we've done. And this is not like making the ad invisible. It's just like completely true. We, we think very good things about like a, a kind of trend or a piece of design or something like this. And we think the same thing for this brand doing, for example, these sunglasses in the perfect way, uh, completely unmade and everything. Like for us, this is the same subject. Like uh, people who do like cool things like this need the same, uh, I mean, uh, the same kind of article about them. So we're not lying. We're not like uh, trying to, uh, you know, this kind of advertorial, advertorial uh, trend. Uh, we don't like hide advertising. No, it's just like, that's it. Yeah. 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 You saw that. Now, going to a brand and telling them, okay, so I want you to um, buy a, a, a space in this magazine that doesn't exist yet, and I want to control the way it appears. I, I'm going to art direct that for you. That must be a very difficult thing to say. To, I mean, brands spend a lot of money on controlling yeah, their yeah. image and the, the way they look. Yeah, absolutely. After this, like. We never like works still uh, already work with uh, with uh, like big brands, very big brands. Who, for me, it's another part. It's like for uh, where is the cool became a playground for them. We're not like uh, doing some con like for example now we did some contents with for not small brand but you know it's like it's still small and for them like putting uh, like uh, two thousand and uh, two thousand and a half. Uh, euros for a, a publication and some contents it's already it's already something what i try to do after is like trying to to seduce good brand like for example patagonia or which they are this is a big brand for example and they they do always the same kind of advertising and maybe we can we are a way of we produce some contents in another way which could be like this time like a playground, like just some tests, like it's for them two thousand euros is not it's not a big deal, <laughs> and it could be like something interesting and in yeah, and some and some cool cool stuff can happen after. Uh, for example, we wo we worked for a, a a company named March Lab who do watches in France. They just opened a, a shop in London, and we did like these four pages with them and or two pages with them, and. Uh, just like uh, a week after, they asked us to make the wall, their wall lookbook and their wall catalog like, like this. So, because they were super surprised, oh, you, you, you perfectly understand the, 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 our brand and uh, the way we want to show our products. And so please let work, let's, yeah, let's work together again on this kind of, uh, of uh, pictures. And uh, so, yeah, we did all these things and it's super nice story. <laughs> and a perfect example of how it feeds itself, so that you get this cyclical uh, nature with it. So, yeah. so your second issue is about to um, come out now. Yeah. Are there any big changes you've made between the, the first and the second? No, no, no. Um, uh, we were pretty happy about the issue one because we did an issue zero, which was like the, 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 the first try where we really see the mistakes and what's wrong there, but the concept was there. I think issue one was really like the good, the, the issue. And uh, we really try to, this time on the issue two, to uh, keep the receipt and see like if the receipt still works. And it works. So, and it works. So, I think we will be, yeah, we're pretty happy about it. We're super excited about the, uh, 
Yeah, it will be out from the printer, I think, uh, mid-June. So the 20th of June in Paris will be the, the launching party. So yeah, I'm super happy about it. Nice. And then you're going to relax things a little bit. The, so we're not going to expect a third issue within six months or something. But are you thinking maybe it will become like an annual magazine or something yeah. similar? Yeah. I think now what, what we wanted to do, what, when you asked me uh, um, how, how can I, uh, you know, uh, work on, on my daily jobs and on the magazine I think like the my idea now is to focus more on the studio and work with some brands develop some content with them and after this as um, we print a magazine do you want to put this content inside and not what we've done what we've done on the two first issue which was like we will print a magazine do you want some, to put some content inside and we will develop it like it's just like we will just to the contrary and I think it can work like this yeah yeah and so so say we're sitting here in a year's time and you've got that third issue out mm -hmm. who's your ideal brand that you'd have in there who would be the ideal people to put in where is the call uh, I, <laughs> I see like Patagonia for example was my like this is a very huge brand super nice brand res they respectful respect their client like it, for me, it's like the number one, it's the number one brand in the world. So this kind of brand, yeah, yeah. Patagonia, of course, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm absolutely sure that the boss of Patagonia listens to this podcast yeah, every week. So that, that's done, man. We've, we've sorted that. Uh, Laurent, thanks so much for coming over. Uh, and thanks I'm really looking forward to seeing this second issue. Good. Thank you very much for having me again. Thank you. Okay, that's all for this week. Thanks again to Laurent for coming over and speaking to me. I love this magazine and I hope we won't have to wait too long until that third issue is with us. As I said, we do have copies of the new issue in the Stack Shop, so take a look at stackmagazines.com forward slash shop to see that. And of course, while you're there, you should check out our subscriptions. We deliver a different surprise magazine every month to thousands of people all around the world. You never know what we're going to send out next, but you do know it'll be one of these beautiful, intelligent, independent magazines delivered to your door, often for less than it would cost in the shops. So I reckon if you like the magazine, we cover in this podcast you'll like the ones we send out and we've got a discount code just for podcast listeners use the code podcast and you can save 10% on your first payment okay that's enough from me thanks very much for listening to this one and we'll be back with another episode next week <laughs>